Hello, and welcome to the Journey to Limitless podcast, where we are going to build a solid foundation of self-worth, consistency, and wellness to start living our lives to their greatest potential. My name is Courtney. I'm a 26-year-old who is passionate about advocating for mental and physical health, stress management, adventures, and going after my dreams, no matter what gets in my way. Throughout my podcast, I will be sharing personal stories, helpful information, lessons that I've learned, and tips to inspire you on your own journey to Limitless. Hello, welcome back, and thank you so much for tuning in to episode seven. Seven is my lucky number, so I have a really good feeling about this episode, and I'm just so excited and happy that you're choosing to tune in. So for episode seven, this episode, I wanted to talk about being proactive for your health, so you don't have to be reactive to disease. I'm choosing to do this episode right now because I'm recording this episode on January 23rd and this episode will be released on January 25th, which is this time period is the one year anniversary of when I was in the hospital due to my chronic illness. I have ulcerative colitis and this time last year I was at my lowest point in my entire life. And I think it's important to talk about all the lessons that I've learned from hitting rock bottom and how far I've come since a year ago this weekend. And I want to tell you how important it is to take action in your life so you don't have to hit rock bottom, so you don't have to be reactive to a disease like I did. And if you do have a chronic illness or a disease, I deeply feel for you. And I just want you to know that you're not alone. I hope this is I hope that this episode you can connect with and maybe implement some of these things into your life that can ease some of the stress that comes with having a chronic illness. So the affirmation for this episode is I am nurturing. I foster good health and curate positive relationships. I chose this card because in order to be proactive, we have to start with caring for ourselves and also surrounding ourselves with people that will understand these boundaries that we're about to set up for ourselves so we can make sure we are caring for ourselves the way that we need to. So to give you an idea of the real inspiration of why this episode is so important to me, I will tell you where I was this time last year and then I'll also break down the episode into steps that I have learned that I need to take in order to be proactive in my life so I don't end up sick again. And I'm not saying that these things are the magical things that are going to keep you well. Obviously, I understand disease can happen, but at least we can try to ease the stress that breeds illness and disease. So January of 2020 was a weird time for me. I was about five months into being diagnosed with ulcerative colitis. I was on prednisone and in the beginning, things seemed like they were starting to turn around, but in reality, things were actually getting worse for myself. I was still living in my apartment. I was still working four jobs trying to afford this apartment and I really was not resting. I also was on, so I was on prednisone, but I was in the midst of weaning off of prednisone to start a mesalamine but I was having troubles getting this mesalamine due to insurance and once I got on the mesalamine it didn't make anything better during this time I was trying to figure out what I was going to do I was already planning ahead saying that I was you know probably going to be going back home to Maryland in March and trying to just line things up for myself to take some stress off of me and day to day things just got significantly worse. So on January 23rd, 
I went to work my nanny job in the morning and I was a nanny for two boy, two preschool age boys. And I just had such a horrible morning. I couldn't even see straight. I was in so much pain. I did not sleep at all the night before and I just really was not functioning at this point. So after I left that nanny job in the morning, I was supposed to go work another job. I was supposed to go teach some hula hoop classes. And I just had the realization that I cannot do this anymore. I've felt like I have already hit that wall and I needed to act quickly. I was planning on going home in March and I had the realization that I don't even think that I can last that long anymore. So I called my dad and I said, I need you to come get me, you know, within the next week because I know that I'm not doing well and I know that me being here, I don't know what, I don't know what's going to happen to me if I stay here. So with calling my dad, I then had to let all of my jobs know that I was going to be leaving ASAP and I was not going to be back. That day, January 23rd of last year was really hard for me because I felt like all of my dreams were gone. I didn't know I didn't know if I was ever going to be back in Colorado. I had no idea what to expect. I just knew at that moment, this is what I needed to do. It was a really difficult decision, but I was not functioning. I was ha- I could not eat. I was trying to just juice vegetables and fruits to get some type of nutrients because I was that depleted. I was nearly passing out every day. I couldn't walk my dog. I couldn't really do anything besides lay in my bed with my heating pad. And so that day I was messaging my doctor and I was letting her know what I was feeling and what was going on. And she was telling me that I shouldn't go to the hospital because it could just be effect from the mesalamine and that if I got testing done, it could make me feel worse. So I was trying my best to hold out and hopefully feel some relief in the next few days. But it just wasn't happening. I had to have some friends come over to help me go to the grocery store, to make me food, to help me walk my dog. And I was just trying to get through the night. And it was another night of no sleep. So the following morning, I called my friend Meg and I asked her if she could take me to the emergency room because I knew quite literally in my gut that something was not right and I needed to get help immediately. So by the time I got to the hospital and got some tests done, the doctor said that they don't even know what type of state I would have been in if I would have waited to go. I was hooked up to an IV for potassium, magnesium, and fluids. My iron levels were also so low that I almost needed to have a blood transfusion. I was severely depleted in many ways. So then I was taken from the emergency room and I was put into, I was admitted into the hospital and I was there until the 27th. And throughout that stay, I had some tests done and the test determined that I now had severe ulcerative colitis, so it's called pancolitis, which means that my entire large intestine was now inflamed. And as soon as I woke up from my procedure, they said I was going to be on Humira, which will help combat severe ulcerative colitis, which is what I needed. The mesalamine wasn't going to work for me because that was treating me for a mild case. My doctor did not know that my condition has gotten worse. And I would not have found that out if I didn't advocate for myself and go to the hospital that day. So I was released from the hospital on the 27th and I obviously was planning my move back to Maryland. My dad was already on the way to Colorado to get me. And at this point, I was put back on prednisone until I could get approved for Humira. There was this whole process of that, which is a whole other story. But in the midst of that, being back on prednisone, I developed an infection in my throat called thrush. And a few days later, I ended up back in the hospital because once again, I could not eat. I could not drink. I could not sleep. I was not functioning again. So month, the end of January was just crazy for me. Back to back hospital visits within a week. So 
after all that, I ended up back in Maryland. My dad came out to get me and at that point I was able to heal and I was able to get on Humera a month later and start this journey. But there was a lot of lessons that came with that hospital visit. You know, a lot of reflecting and I knew that I did not want to end up back here. And you know, being on a medication is one thing. You know, western medicine is great for so many reasons, but there are so many ways to be proactive other than just taking a medication and I knew that just taking the medication isn't enough to keep me out of this hospital for a long time so and you know I obviously know that that is not guaranteed anyway you can do all of the right things and still end up sick you you know obviously I'm aware of that but I'm at least now trying so much harder than what I was and I'm trying to be proactive the realities of having a chronic illness is that a lot of times there are realities include knowing that, you know, right now I'm in remission, but in the future, Humira might not work for me and I may have to switch medications and a flare could come on at any moment. So it was essential for me to sit down and realize what I was doing that was not working for me in ways that I can relax, treat myself kinder and just all in all, just treat myself better. And in the moment, of course, when all of this was going on in my life, I did not understand how any of that happened to me for a reason. I didn't understand how any of the situations were serving me. But after reflection, I now know that there were huge lessons in all of that, all, you know, the hospital visits, everything. And I now know the reason why it happened. I need to take care of myself. I need to put myself first. And I'm supposed to be here talking to you through this podcast because I feel like a lot of people need to hear this message as well. So I will now share the tips that I have to start being proactive in your life. And as always, these are just some things that have helped me. I am not a medical professional. I am not a doctor. And showing up proactively in your life may look different for you. So number one, I learned that self-care isn't selfish, it's vital. And self-care for me is journaling, pulling affirmation cards, painting my nails, uh, hula hooping, just taking, doing something that makes me feel good and brings joy into my life. And self-care doesn't just have to be something like taking a bath or getting your nails done. It can literally be saying no to things that drain you, such as nights out partying. I mean, I know obviously COVID, that's not really going on at the moment. Or it can be not picking up that extra ship at not pick or it could also be not picking up that extra shift at work and also it is you know taking rest days when you need it which will kind of go into number two but a huge way that we can be proactive for ourselves and our health is by doing things that we really enjoy doing a few times a week I think it's huge to not go a long time without doing things that truly bring us joy so I want you to think of something that makes you happy that you want to start adding into your life on a weekly basis and try to do this as often as possible. That alone is such a great form of self-care and a great way to show yourself love because you deserve to do things that make you happy and say no to things that don't. So number two is to rest. It is essential to rest. We are not made to be go, go, go people. And I don't know if you can relate to this or not, but I sometimes don't have an off button. And especially right now, you know, I'm trying to find this balance again uh, with this podcast and everything because... Yeah, I get so wrapped up. And as I've talked to you about in episode five about, you know, my busy work schedule and making time for this podcast, sometimes I realize I don't really rest at all and it starts to get to me. And the other day, actually, I took a day off of work because I just felt like I literally just needed a day to chill and 
relax and not worry about podcast stuff and journey to limitless and also work, you know? And sometimes, and I felt guilty about it. I'm not going to be, I'm not going to lie because I get so wrapped up in making money as well. So I felt bad about taking a day off, but I am not valuable if I don't take days for myself. I cannot show up as the complete happy person that I want to be if I don't take rest days. And you can't either. So if you find yourself feeling burnt out, maybe that's a sign that you need to take some days for yourself and chill and don't feel guilty about it. I know it's so hard because I feel you. That is me 100%. But you know, keep that in mind is that you want to show up as your best self and you're not going to do that if you're running yourself into the ground. So number three is to not take yourself so seriously. Laughter is so good for you. It releases the feel-good chemicals in your brain, dopamine, and filling your life with that, you're going to reap the benefits of it. I can count on my hand the number of times that I laughed during that time period of when I was really sick, miserable, living in that apartment. And I think that that made a big difference of why I wasn't getting better. And I think that also... I was also so busy that I wasn't surrounding myself with people that I really enjoyed. So this is the part of the affirmation that will come into curating positive relationships is surround yourself with people that make you happy and make you laugh. But also you have to create that for yourself as well. So be silly. Watch those TV shows that genuinely make you belly laugh and surround yourself with people that will also help you do that as well. So number four is an obvious one, which is taking care of yourself physically. So eating good foods, getting your movement in. So I started my health and wellness journey back in July. I joined Beachbody, so I started working out because I gained some prednisone weight. So after I got back on prednisone after my hospital visits, I and I could eat again, I won a little ham and I gained 40 pounds basically within two months. So I knew that, you know, I was just happy that I was eating, but I need to start eating better so I don't end up sick again. So something that I have added into my life are superfood drinks. I drink at least one a day, but sometimes I'll have two. I have two that I drink and I will link those in the show notes for you in case you want to have some ideas to add those into your life. But I know that when I drink these superfood drinks, I am getting the nutrients that I need. I was so depleted last year from nutrients. So it is so important to me to get these nutrients. And also when I drink these drinks, I know that I'm getting what I need, at least in the day. So I can treat myself to pizza. I can have wine. I can treat myself a little bit more than I don't worry about every single meal being a perfectly healthy meal. No, I don't. I'd be lying if I said that I did. But I do try to be self-aware and understand when I do need to focus on my nutrition a bit more. If I am having a week where I'm having stomach troubles, I will eat fish. I will eat cleaner. I will not have pizza. I will do what I need to do to make myself feel good. And if I need to eat healthier, I will. So moving on to the movement side of taking care of ourselves. As you know, I am a firm believer in the power of movement and movement is so healing in so many ways. So a few months ago, after I got on Humera, I was having a lot of joint pain. And I think it might've been because of the Humera or also from prednisone. There's a lot of crazy side effects of prednisone. But anyway, I was having a hard time getting up the steps and I really didn't know what was going to help me. So I started taking collagen and I also started working out. And to my surprise, I stopped having joint pain. I really have not had much joint pain since I started working out and taking collagen. 
And I don't need to go into all the different benefits that working out has, but in general, just movement is so good for you. Even if you don't want to work out, just moving your body, getting sunshine, walking your dog, doing creative movements such as hula hooping or dance. It is so powerful and so good for your mental health and your physical health. So number five is to spend some time out in nature. There are so many healing benefits to nature, such as vitamin D, getting breaths of fresh air, and just grounding ourselves. It is so, first of all, the earth is beautiful, so why wouldn't we want to spend some time out in it? And also, us humans, I don't believe that we're made to be such go, go, go people. We're not supposed to go to work, sit in traffic, to come home, and repeat that every single day. So I think it's helpful to go for the hikes, go snowboarding, go rock climbing, hammock, I don't know, just sit outside and get some fresh air and some sunshine. It, you will reap the benefits of that. And this was something that I did not have in my life a lot last year when I was sick. I was a go, go, go person. I was working a lot. I was sick. I really could not enjoy nature. So now that I'm well again, that is something that I am not going to take for granted. Something that I put on my vision board this year was nature and getting back to nature specifically. I have that quote. So that is important to me. I refuse to spend another year being so sheltered and busy that I don't reap the benefits of nature and its beauty. And lastly, number six is to advocate for yourself and your health. You know your body and yourself better than anybody. So don't let people tell you that things are in your head, such as your mental health or your physical health. If you feel that you need to talk to a therapist, do that. If you feel like you need to see a doctor for a second opinion, please do that. Don't let people, like I say, I told you in episode one, I had a doctor tell me that I was going to be on prednisone for the rest of my life. No, no way. So you have to advocate for yourself in this life and don't listen to what everybody tells you. And hopefully if something is wrong, your body will tell you. And I understand some conditions can go undiagnosed and are really hard to figure out. But if you feel that something is wrong, please go get the help that you need. I am not a medical professional and I can't give you medical advice, but I will tell you that advocating for yourself is key. So to recap this episode, number one is understanding that self-care is essential. We need to spend our lives doing the things that truly bring us joy, and we need to figure out ways to do them more often. And start saying no to the things that don't bring us joy and drain us. Number two is to rest. We are not made to be go, go, go people. As I told you a million times, we are supposed to rest and we cannot show up as our best selves unless we do that. Number three is to not take yourself and your life so seriously. Laugh. It is so good for you. It releases the good chemicals in your brain and spend time with people that will help bring that out in you. Number four is to take care of yourself and fuel yourself with the nutrients that you need and also move your body. That will seriously help you, as you know, be proactive in your life and your health. Number five is to spend some time out in nature, get some fresh air, feel the sun on your skin and ground yourself. It is so, so healing. Number six is to advocate for yourself. No one else is going to do that for you. You know when something is going on with your body. So you need to figure that out for yourself and know when to get help. So I hope that this episode was helpful to you and that we're ready to be more proactive in our lives and truly live our healthy, happy lives that we are supposed to. So thank you for listening to my story and I can't wait to talk to you in the next episode. If you have anything that you want to share with me, you can DM me on Instagram. I'm at journey to limitless underscore. I would love to connect with you. I will talk to you in the next episode. Have a good day. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast. It means so much to me. If you connected with this episode and want to share with your friends, 
Take a screenshot of you listening and tag me in your Instagram stories. I'm at journey to limitless underscore. I would love to tell you how much I appreciate you. And as always, I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day. I'll talk to you soon.